Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Tales from the TARDIS podcast. I'm your host Scott Summers and today is going to be my commentary of Doctor Who series 10 episode 4, Knock Knock. Well, this was another great episode and I just want to jump straight in with my commentary. So I have my copy up here. Unfortunately, I'm not going to get the chance this time to experience it. Uh, they've uploaded a copy to the iPlayer which has a 3D surround sound which is supposed to enhance your uh, experience even more. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do it on this occasion but I'm definitely going to give that a try uh, at some point Um, but I have my copy ready and uh, let's go in 3, 2, 1, play. And at this point I mean, I recognise a couple of the actors, but I feel like I'm going to forget all of these characters' names very quickly. Uh, And then we now go through the uh, experience of students trying to find student accommodation. (laughs) Which somehow just feels like Tad realistic. <laughs> but it's nice to see Bill with her life away from the doctor for a change. And enter David Suchet, Poirot himself who does just look evil in this episode right from the beginning, but interesting fact about this house, it's uh, apparently two two uh, adjoining houses, and the other half of this house was where a lot of uh, Blink was filmed. You definitely get the same sort of eerie mystery sense and the same sense that something's going to go wrong and our very short experience with uh, Pavel really didn't have any sort of chance to get to know him We never know what they have planned for this show. Creepy haunted house, though, you know. It's it's quite refreshing. It's been a while since Doctor Who has gone really sort of dark haunted house. They had, I know, obviously, Blink is is definitely a big callback. And there was uh, uh, Matt, Matt Smith episode in his last series that had a uh, sort of haunted house element. And it starred, um, oh, 
Lovely little there. Nice horror element there. It just should be rolling into the. It blends perfectly into the uh, credits. Um, just following off my little reference from earlier. Um, hired, of course, had a bit of a, a ghost story reference. On, and then obviously, 12th Doctor was a real listen. I get, I get a bit of a vibe. So I'll send that episode to listen. Hyde, um, of course, that starred Jessica Rain, who went on to um, play uh, Verity Lambert. Adventure in Space and Time. i got to admit, that's pretty cool. Just think. And obviously, uh, <laughs> Doctor's already used to his companions, having a lot of stuff. I remember Donna walked into the TARDIS with these masses and masses of boxes. Um, but yes, obviously this episode directed wonderfully by Bill Anderson, who had directed uh, last week's episode, Thin Ice. And a lovely little Time Lord. Bill learns a bit more about him and takes the mick a bit. And yes, that's why he ran away. Oh, the big Gallifreyan Time Lord collars. Been a while since we've seen Spare. Actually, no, they did come back in the Hellbent at the end of the last season. Big collars. Of course, TARDIS uh, can have postcodes inputted. Yeah, it doesn't sleep that much. And Doctor just glosses over the regeneration question. Obviously, it's something we know we're going to see at some point this year. <laughs> Definitely don't want Capaldi to go, but it's the way the show works. Yes, she wants to uh, make a good first impression. And doesn't really need the doctor walking in there with all of her stuff. And we find out the doctor realises this very early on but we realise there's no wind and yet the trees outside the house blowing as if there was <laughs> you're not going to stop the doctor Bill it's not going to happen still absolutely loving Bill Yeah, he's the doctor. Doctor, uh, what? <laughs> uh, you're quite right, Darcy. You don't look old enough to be our granddad. Doctor. 
Oh, and grandfather, and like that, just love that lovely little Susan reference there. He had Doctor has a picture of Susan on his desk. Susan, of course, companions of the first Doctor always called him grandfather. Just love it every time. And this now, this is Harry telling a quick little story about his grandfather that uh, tried to steal a bit of the Great Wall of China. Apparently a reference that through the powers that be at the BBC cut, Harry's other grandfather was going to be none other than Harry Sullivan, companion to the fourth Doctor. There was a reference cut which, I mean, is just... I can't believe that they thought cut this reference, there's been a lot of references and that just would have been so good but to, you know have someone in here who is the grandson of a former companion just even better would have been good if uh, Harry had passed some uh, help on to uh, young Harry break it to him later <laughs> this is nice nice little moment for Bill just when she thought it was all going well and we're at the war creeps and again <laughs> Paddles, eh? Robots, fish. Just clearly putting it in the timeline. Those three adventures we've seen. And another little sense of ear and mystery and the lightning every time every time we see that house at night. <laughs> it does make sense though why wouldn't you be nervous with no uh, reception on your phone after all young people nowadays always on our phones <laughs> I, I mean sort of yeah and then Bill travelled with the Doctor visited an alien world and the past straight through there and everyone else through behind her I 
And I've got to say, at this point, I was waiting for uh, the doctor behind this door, really. I sort of expected it, and uh, there he is. Seems to be going through this stage where the sonic screwdriver is also doubling as a flashlight. does work out though, it's a very old house and a lot of wood, the sonic screwdriver really can't do much more than be a flashlight no central heating I mean, no washing machine power sockets don't work I mean, come on oh, I do love it when the doctor has these real, what I'd have to call, doctory moments. <laughs> oh, Bill really wants. That wasn't any good. Bill so just wants, as every companion does when they sort of come back, just have a n normal time and not have everything be. An adventure that needs the doctor. Oh, I do love the way they sit up at Suchet, where he just seems to waltz in unnoticed. my second watch of the episode as I'm commentating and it, it really brings a whole new light on uh, our landlord's motives and reasons Space lights. <laughs> you don't get into the tower. But immediately sets it up as this big thing. We can't wait to find out what is in there at the end. No tower. reference for the win yes I know who she is
perfect defeat con Eric Jones, yes. I know who she is. Even the Daleks knew who she was. Which at the moment I'm just like still going yay Harriet Jones reference. <coughs> as as references go. It's one of my favourites. I look forward to uh Talking about a Harriet Jones story at some point. The Doctor is now full on Doctor mode. <laughs> Part of me almost thought he was going to snap out and say Susan. She kept calling him grandfather. very good with phones. You can make them do almost anything, including apparently uh, play Little Mix songs. This is about the only thing in this episode that I think might date it. Very good. Horror Haunted House Doctor Who episode. But I really think the amount of references to Little Mix songs in the episode data is one of my it's a real nitpick one of my few issues with this episode it's not personally against Little Mix it's the fact that I think that that will uh, date the episode really and he knows Doctor knows but no one else has realised it he knows there's something going on. And we separate them into three and three. Of course, we've got to keep the Doctor and Bill separate because we would not be interested in just flying around side characters on their own. Scooby-Doo. Take that. This seems very Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and this bit is just just so funny <laughs> Bill just uh, slips that one in there and uh,
Bye, Paul. It's not a sense you were the next one to uh, go. After all, they did say it's the most expendable. <laughs> Love it when they knock back. And as soon as we get a different knock, that really changes their mood. You really know you're in a horror situation there when door starts slamming shut. Not going to get a normal day today, Bill. You better run. And the Doctor with two other side characters, one of whom is the grandson of... Now, I do wonder here, this... Vokbot. Is it a Robots of Death reference? I'm not sure. Might be, might not be. That door is not locked, it is sealed. What's the first thing you do in a haunted house film? You seal it in. Um, Gotta say, I'm not normally a big horror haunted house sort of fan, but you stick the doctor in it. I'll give it a watch and I will enjoy it. Just need a character to get invested in. We spent five minutes with Bill's uh, housemates, so I'm not too invested in them yet. Apart from the ones I recognise from other shows. And she tries to make a break for it. I feel like that's a classic car trope. Because she's now stuck outside. They're stuck inside. Listen. It's an episode I think this uh, reminds me of. Yeah, you should have just run. Because now you're getting sort of eaten by a tree. So, I think. This next line, it doesn't help. <laughs> don't don't be scared. Why not? It doesn't help. Oh, and just in case anyone wasn't one hundred percent convinced that uh, David Suchet's landlord was behind this, you're about to get a little reveal. I'm not talking about Pavel being in the wood. Well, I have to say, when they come up here, I he starts blinking. I just I've got to say, this just looks great. I thought it was going to try and be some sort of Morse code with the blinking, but that 
obviously be a bit too uh, advanced yeah I've got to say that the visual effects in this episode for the most part I thought looked really cool and here we get to the landlord It's taking him, it's taking him all. Oh, I wouldn't call it beautiful now. I'd call it a, an eating house, probably. in the trailer but I do love it every time he brings out his tuning fork and just settles it on the wood a little bit of logic there from Bill good to see and another another in-show reference as it were there Bill referencing Indiana Jones. Another fact there was never sort of that exact thing a book pulled off a bookshelf and Indiana Jones Wood nymphs <laughs> tree spirits. Dryads. You're right, Doctor, anything is possible. And of course, the only sensible thing he could do, he wants to try and uh, he wants to know what he's facing. So he tries to draw one out, and he does, and yikes! He's happy now, isn't he? He's happy now that it's alien. And there's always some reason for a haunted house. And ooh, at this point, this is... For the purpose of the story, I love it. Personally, I just never want to see that many bugs inside. Almost waiting for him to say he'd part to the TARDIS in that, but probably better he doesn't have the TARDIS for this. And again, we sort of seem to see that some screwdriver be used to say uh, flashlight. Yes. Love that from the doctor there. They are the words. Infestation of the dryads. Well, yeah, they could be native, but they're probably alien. The doctor's never come across them before. He names them the dryads. 
dryads. Could have called them space lice, though, Doctor. <coughs> space lice. giving shout outs to uh, his friends there be a nice little thing for them infestation Other grandfather definitely didn't pass, so survivors goes on to him, I'm guessing. Hey, bye, Harry. <laughs> now the doctor's on down with the villain, which means you better start running. <laughs> of what exactly? Oh, and you can already tell the slow tease of the reveal. Uh, 
two hands starting to make their way around. <coughs> hey, and here's Eliza, and oh, yikes. <coughs> like creatures in uh, Doctor the Widow in the Wardrobe, <coughs> if you want to have some sort of call back there. <coughs> oh dear. Mm. Space cockroach is more like, but uh, it's in your shoe and your foot and here they come. Bye Shreen. Oh, I love the almost regeneration energy glow on Eliza. Yeesh. And look at this, the Doctor and Bill. Oh, two antagonists, or one antagonist in the shape of our landlord and the unsuspecting, unfortunate one. <laughs> I think the doctor is the sound very good Bill Bill and the doctor together figuring it out it just so great when we see that happen and <clears throat> as much as I'm not a fan of these space the visual effects behind them just look amazing. She's right there. He's not wooden. She if he was preserved seventy years ago. He couldn't be, could he? Very clever bill. <laughs> no flats and no bugs on you. <laughs> Forgotten about that, didn't he, Doctor? 
Humans start to live quite as long as you. the switch here when we find out he's the son hadn't occurred to me but we just a small glimpse of obviously David Suchet is an amazing actor this small glimpse of his range here the emotion you almost feel sorry for him Despite everything he's done, the tear was in his eye. she can control the box. She controls them. <laughs> Probably 70 years ago. Precious party in the park, what else?
it's a bit old to go and see the world now. Oh, and... here, a mother embracing a crying son after all that had been done. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. And if they fall away, I do love the effect again of the bugs all falling away. And, and yeah, because I did sort of think all of her friends were surrounding uh, present day earth that is and around the university it might not be another one for a while <laughs> back to the estate agent and the vault it slightly feels like a scene written by Stephen Moffat that got added to the end of this but it was lovely and it's nice to know that Bill and Nardo are talking and on good terms. Nardo's very keen for the doctor to be on Earth. This is the most we've seen of the vaults in the film. We're only in episode four. bit of a Beethoven there which now does sort of make me uh, think the doctor spoke about the bootstrap paradox and Beethoven even though he said that didn't happen but you know that could be uh, <laughs> the doctor in there inside there it is trapped but Doctor Doctor's going there to visit. Well very cool. 
cool looking next time trailer. We'll finally get to see Nardole with a proper companion in this episode. Looks like the three of them are going to go on an adventure in space. Cool spacesuits, not the orange ones we're so used to, but it looks like the spacesuits are going to play into it and possibly some sort of zombies, zombie bill. Facial effects, they looked a bit like Walter's Mars characters, but that's still next week. Definitely looking forward to that. But this is my commentary of uh, episode four, Knock Knock. Um, and I absolutely loved it. I think it's my favourite episode of this series so far. Obviously, we've only had four, but I've loved them all. So for this to come out on top is even better. Um, my full review of this, which is going to be positive, I get the feeling that the negative points are going to be mostly nitpicking again. Um, but I suppose that just shows how much I'm enjoying this series so far. Trust me, I, if you want to hear an episode, I, me talk about an episode I really don't like, that will probably happen during the off-season because I don't just want to be positive 100% of the time I'll throw something in there just to uh, change it up a bit um, but yes that episode will be recorded soon and out once it has been recorded um, so until then uh, please leave a like, comment and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes including of course my review of Knock Knock and my episodes about next week um, otherwise you can find me at tales underscore TARDIS on Twitter or via email at tales from the TARDIS podcast at gmail.com thank you for listening I have been Scott Summers and this is Tales from the TARDIS podcast